The Safety, Accountability, Fairness, and Equity Today Act, or Safety Act, is an over 700-page bill that was signed into law on January 21st, 2021 by Illinois legislator and has recently become popular on social media as the purge law, according to NBC5 Chicago. And while some of the bill, such as when the police can chase somebody and use force, has already gone into effect, according to law teacher Brock Collins, there are new changes coming in 2023. Uh, regulating police interactions with civilians, it's regulating body-worn cameras, uh, obviously there's the regulations on pretrial release. The biggest changes with this bill are the elimination of cash bail or monetary bail, a requirement that all police officers wear body cameras by 2025, and a ban on all police chokeholds. Scott Moreth, a recently retired police commander, has some mixed feelings about this new bill. You know, I was a little surprised just given the circumstances around how it was passed through the House in Springfield. Some of the changes set forth, uh, I'm behind. You know, it, it talks about um, training for law enforcement, necessary training for law enforcement. And to Marath, this bill might be adding some unnecessary steps to the process. Morath recalls listening to Governor Pritzker use an example of a single mother stealing formula and diapers and getting caught and then being stuck at the police station because she couldn't afford bail. But he says that wouldn't be the case. We had situations like that happen all the time in the Plains, And we, as a police department, had the luxury of issuing what we call an I-bond. An I-bond is a promise to come back to court on a specific date and time to face what you were charged with and doesn't require any money to get set loose. You know, if I was if I was sitting at my commander desk and someone came in to me and said, Hi boss, we had this woman arrested for stealing diapers and she's had, she has her baby in her arms with her. Do you think I'm going to say, oh, make sure she goes to, the, to county jail tomorrow for a bond hearing? And Marath feels like this bill may take away options from police officers in situations like that. Although there are small issues within the bill, according to Marath, there are so many good things that will come out of it, according to both Marath and Collins. I think it makes a lot of sense to take, especially like low-level misdemeanor offenses, um, and not tie it to money. There are certain offenses that you can be charged with where if you were convicted, you would actually spend less time in jail than you do just waiting for trial. Another pro is timeliness, according to Marath. He talked about how it takes hours to get into the police systems. So by being able to issue a citation on the street, it may free up time of the officers so they can spend more time in the community. And while some may be worried about the monetary effects of this bill, Colin says that is not what we should be focusing on. Are we talking about economics? Or are we talking about human rights? You know, I think a lot of times economics get wrapped up in that conversation. Um, but we're talking about like real people, humans that interact with our governments, and you know they have civil rights that I th I think should also be considered. Overall, this law has many pros and cons but it's been attached to lots of misinformation, according to Marath and Collins. So the biggest one I would say is that the second this bill hits, they're emptying the jails. You know, 
that it was going to be like a real live purge situation where like, you know, uh, batten down the hatches, close the doors and windows because they're going to empty the jails. People are going to be running like crazy people, you know, murdering and, and maiming folks. If you've been sentenced uh, and you're in jail on January 1st, 2023, you get to stay in jail. So they're not <laughs> emptying the prison. A huge factor to the massive misinformation are fake newspapers showing up on people's doors, according to Collins. For example, the North Cook News, a newspaper owned by conservative radio host Dan Proft. There are many people that would read that and be convinced, like, I've got this newspaper and it says that, you know, the purge is coming. Obviously, politicians have seen this as something that they can gain a political win on, but, like, at what expense, you know? The democratization of information, the fact that there aren't, like, there's not one trusted news source for most people. It just is, it's harrowing to a degree. Collins and Marath suggest looking the specific law up and reading through it, and also making sure to check with multiple sources before jumping to any conclusions. This is Kaylee Pasternak reporting for Night Voices.